Welcome to the 317 Experience, the official podcast of The Exchange. Our goal is to introduce you to a new member every week by sharing their passion and experiences in three key points, one voice, and in seven minutes or less. This is the 317 Experience. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to the 317 Experience. Today is kind of a milestone or special day. It is our 100th episode and we wanted to do something a little different. We have some of the leadership team. We have Tierra, Tierra and Sebeko with us, <laughs> our president, our secretary and vice president. Welcome to the show. Hey, hey. Yay. Hi. So what we thought we would do is kind of dig into your brains with a past, present and future kind of perspective. Before we get started, we're going to do one icebreaker so you guys figure out what order you want to go into. And the question is, what is something you've recently tried that you loved? Anyone chime in? Oh. <laughs> Something I've tried that I re- recently that I loved. Um, honestly, I'm not that adventurous. I'm not. Um, <laughs> hmm. I don't know. One of you tap in while I still think about it. <laughs> Here, I'll help you guys out. So something I recently did. So we just had Mother's Day. And I took my mother to the salt cave and I'd never been there before. It's really a, a room where you just relax, you sit down, it's not hot, it's not cold, you breathe in the air and it takes the impurities out of you and helps with your respiratory system. It was truly just a moment for me to get off of my phone and relax. So I would highly recommend the salt cave if you have not done it already. That actually does sound like a ton of fun and that is on my to-do list. Um, so now that you say that, I do have something. So I went down to Louisville a few weeks ago and I tried a crustless pizza for the first time. Did not know what to expect of it, but it was actually really good. And I ended up making it again when I got home. It's really just sauce, cheese, and whatever your toppings in a dish. You throw it in the oven and eat it with a fork. It was amazing. And now I don't feel guilty for eating pizza all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Um, for me, I, um, I have tried just some new kind of Netflix kind of shows. And so the Upshaws with Mike Epps is on. And so I tried that out yesterday and it was, a it's a, it's a, it's kind of a similar comedy sitcom, but Netflix is a little different. Like you get to cuss and you get to have a little bit more adult material on there. So um, it's like a sitcom on, on HBO type of thing. So it was pretty interesting. And it's based out, out of Indiana, out I believe Indianapolis, but I know Indiana. Uh, so I tried that out yesterday and it was it was okay. It was okay. I, I'm going to finish out the the season and see, see how that goes. Um, but also um, I finished up Invincible on um amazon prime which is based off and it was a it was a great great show i can't wait for season two on that one i even like snuck ahead and i i haven't read the comics so i went on youtube and found some spoilers for the comics and i mean this story is crazy so i can't wait to see it animated ditto echo that 
I haven't had anything really new that I've tried. I mean, I guess I went to Costa Rica, so I've tried other Costa Rican food, if that counts. Ooh, but yeah. I was good. I would have tried it anyway. <laughs> um, there was lots of different things, so that was good. Absolutely, that counts. How many people can say they've been to Costa Rica and had food? I mean, that was nice, a little humble brag. <laughs> okay, let's dig into our topic. So let's start with our past perspectives. Networking, community service, advocacy, professional development. These are all key elements of the exchange. Knowing what you know now, what advice would you give to your 21-year-old self about the importance of networking or some of the other elements important to the exchange? Um, I would say... If I was to be able to give my 21-year-old self more advice, it'd be, since I was still in school at that time, be able to find a mentor and network more for the professional development. Because when I graduated, I didn't really have as many connections, but it definitely would have helped moving forward had I had those before I left. For me, it would have been to, you know, don't wait. You know, you don't have to wait until you feel like you're grown to, to make an impact. Um, I, I felt when I was finishing school down in Florida that, you know, I could take it easy. I don't have to do this. I don't have to be as involved. Um, I knew kind of the people to, to be around to be involved, but I kind of played it real safe. And, you know, there's some 20 year olds out here who are making some waves and it's because they were not afraid to jump out there and uh, have a voice. And it's it's even broader now to have a voice because of social media and because of how we uh, do our output. Uh, so I definitely would have told my 21 year old self not to wait, get going, get, get started. Love it. And because we're an authentic show, sounds like Marv Marvin just joined us. Welcome, Marvin Smith. Hey, hey, how's it going? I'm in here. <laughs> Marvin joined the podcast. Bam, 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 bam. Let's go. So we actually got started, but we'll have you catch up with the question um, that we just finished. And we asked everyone, what is something you recently tried that's new and you loved? Um, it is a very crazy answer, but I've been trying to eat healthy, but I love sweets. So I tried a zucchini chocolate chip cookie from Ooh. Supremacy. It's pretty good. We're going to take your word on that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. I'll try it once. Okay, Marvin, we'll have you um, answer this second question. So let's just keep it 100. Some people don't understand why the Urban League still exists, especially in 2021. What are some of those or Urban League core values that you think are the most important or that people should have a better understanding of? Um, definitely, it's like, number one, their strength in numbers. And of course, we've seen with everything that happened last year in 2020, whenever you finally get everyone together uh, to be able to get strength in many different communities, to be able to be one voice and saying the same message, you're able to have an impact and you're able to get things changed. And because of we all were saying the same thing as a community, as a nation, and even got support from around the world as far as uh, with civil rights and civil engagement. And now we're talking about police reform. 
uh, we're talking about quality of, uh, of health. <clears throat> all those are all um, pillars of the, the National Urban League, but um, it just took us all saying the same thing. We all focused on one mission, one goal, just getting equality um, across the board. And that's what the Urban League does. We put out information for um we put out general information for the community and we put out information that is needed for just survival uh rent assistance economic assistance food uh, where to get help whenever you need it uh, educational resources free tutoring all that information comes from the urban league Spot on, Tierra. Did you want to um, piggyback on that? Yeah, definitely. So I would say that the need for the Urban League and similar organizations are still very important in 2021 because unfortunately, though, we've made um, a lot of strides within the African-American community um, over the last several decades, um, things still haven't changed for us. Um, The racism the systematic racism hasn't changed. The poor education hasn't changed um, as we see it played out on the news um, in a very uh, magnified way this last year, how we're being uh, treated and um, demonized by um, the the community that is charged to serve and protect us has not changed. Um, So to have a place where we can go to seek refuge and to find resources and to help us kind of get out of, you know, as much as we can, uh, the system and the confines that has been placed on us as a community, um, it's just important that we have those there. And it's important that we as the young professionals and the ones that are next up in the city to really be at the table and to start to make decisions on how we can help our community it's very important now for us to get involved so we can understand the ins and outs of those things and what we're going to need to do to make sure that we are supporting ourselves and supporting our peers. I love it. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I would like to um, just add to that, that we we have been fighting as a community for a long time. And to the, even the question of, is it still needed, means that the Urban League has been around during times that Uh, was of great need and I can't say that that time has passed Uh, but also resources come to those organizations that have proven uh, that they can um, handle the resources that are given to them and you need longevity for that Uh, so you know the Urban League can be around simply because it can prove that it can handle those resources but I will push back a little bit and say that the Urban League needs to understand um, the, the changing in times and making sure that people feel like it's relevant enough to be able to handle the change of times. And I think groups like ours, the young professional group, the exchange at the Indianapolis Urban League, help to bring that story uh, alive through the Urban League. Um, but it's definitely still needed. Bullseye. So if people have been sleeping, the Urban League from a national perspective, but it's being spent from the Indianapolis chapter, we received a hundred million dollars from Lily. And that speaks right to what Sabeka is talking about is a trusted grass top organization to do great work and how are we going to charge them to work with grassroots communities and more community leaders to make sure that we spend that money 
the right way. Let's pivot from the past to the present. If you kind of wake up, I mean, music, movie, arts, it really seems like the creative world is bringing us together and elevating culture. For a little fun, I know Sebeko said he's watching Invincible or he just finished watching. What are you listening to or watching right now that's giving you inspiration? And you guys can all answer. Um, I enjoy listening to the Getting Grown podcast. I've been listening to um, Jade and Kia since my drive up to Wisconsin for my orientation for my last job, and it has been a hoot. Um, I love listening to them. I mean, it's Black women supporting Black women, but they also have what they call their um, their GGBs, their Getting Grown Boys, um, that also listen. It's, it's perfect. I mean, it's spot on with whatever topics are relevant in the news, whatever we just go through as women and Black people in general, I absolutely love listening to them every Tuesday or, you know, whenever they can get out their episodes because we know life happens. Uh, I am all over the board, of course. Uh, but as far as what I'm listening to, um, I typically start my day off with something educational and motivational typically um a podcast i listen to how stuff works or ted talks and then as the day goes on and i get closer to lunch i'm one of the people that get sleepy in the afternoon so i need my coffee around like two or three o'clock so that's whenever my music selection changes it gets uh, a little bit more up to beat up tempo little ratchet little hood and then <laughs> and then uh throughout the day it calms back down but uh shows I'm watching uh I like Blackish that's probably the series that I'm watching consistently now is uh the TV show Blackish to answer your first question something that's actually pretty interesting is um on Netflix a series that Will Smith is narrating it's called Amend which uh if you have some some time it is a series that Netflix is doing and it's based off of the 14th amendment which is crazy because that's what everything that we are arguing over today is the 14th amendment for me for me I've been I mean movies wise or TV wise I actually just finished Hunter Hunter finally it's an anime so finally going on to my next long winded show um, but in regards to like music, I always put down the new music playlist on my phone and just see what uh, other new stuff they have for me there. It helps me branch out more. What I've been doing though, I'm still on my Latin dance team, the Alexander Coleman Dance Company. And so we're actually going to be doing our showcase next week on the 28th. Um, but yeah, that's fun. Our new te- our team leader she always has new ideas, so that's definitely something that gets us inspired and gets us getting new ideas and getting more creative. Yeah, for me, I kind of listen to a couple of different things, but I try to have some new and some things that are classic. Um, Dead Press, Let's Get Free, um, Jay-Z, uh, The Blueprint or the Black Album, uh, some things that I like to, to always go back to. Uh, but the new uh, DJ Khaled album has a Jay-Z and Nas song that I I, I pretty I really enjoyed that. Uh, but also uh, Lil Baby. Lil Baby, he uh, 
he's got some some nice songs and he's been out here like really getting it uh on the radio um and then watching i need to start demon slayer because the movie just came out and i haven't um hit that anime up so i need to make sure that i check that out and I like to go back to some of the classics. I love superhero movies and mystical things. And so I just finished really going through The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. I was watching uh, Return of the King last night, the extended version. That thing's four hours long, so I didn't make it through the whole thing. But um, I like to take my mind into another place. But the inspiration of uh, music and, and movies and TV shows, what they always have in common is somebody overcoming adversity and getting to the end. And, and you know, the... The endings have been kind of surprising now. They try to surprise the audience, but it's more uh, in tune with life. You know, you have to go through adversity and try to push through. So I take some inspiration from a lot of those things. So there is no shortage of music and movies and inspiration out there. I'll just sprinkle one more on you that has a slightly different feel. Um, I can't work with you with um with the words. So Marconi Union, um, Dead Air, that album, it sounds like instrumental, but it's like super mellow, not mellow like the spa to put you to sleep, but it's like one of those mellows for focus. Um, mm -hmm. That's something for you guys to um, either ask old girl Alexa to do it or put it on um, your Amazon product. Um, whatever, whatever source you're listening to, um, you can find Marconi Union pretty quickly and you know, just it just really mellows you out. If I'm feeling tense, that's what I listen to, just to kind of chill out. So if you didn't know, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And unfortunately for so many in the Black community, still today, it is a taboo subject. And it's not something that we think about as a solution um, towards our healing, whether we call it a white thing or a rich thing, or you better pray to Jesus thing. <laughs> really important. What are your current thoughts about therapy or mindfulness and do you incorporate it in your daily life? Um, I'll start out answering this question. So uh, my mental health is something that I've been taking serious these last few years. It's just something as, as you said, uh, within the black community, it's something that we kind of push that we sweep under the rug and me being from a Christian household is being told to pray about it or don't worry about it or you will overcome it and stuff like that. But um, what I found out is that whenever you actually talk to people and you talk to things and you get things off of your off of your chest and or just a release from whenever you actually talk about some of the things or, or about your day and some of your deep thoughts that you're even scared to share with your friends or family whenever you could talk to someone about it it feels pretty good but um i've been doing meditation a few times a week and that feels good just to be able to relax to put marvin first and sit back and just kind of let my body rest and listen to my body it's definitely something that i've been putting at the forefront of my importance someone told me a while ago that um your brain is an organ and anytime that you have any other organ sick or hurt or doesn't feel good in your body you go see a doctor or you go see a specialist or you go see someone to be able to help you out with that but the brain is the most neglected organ in the body 
but the brain is one of the most important organs of the body because it runs the body. So I've definitely been putting my mental health first. Congratulations. Yeah, I'll just chime in on here. Uh, everyone should definitely uh, consider getting some type of therapy. Uh, you never know what you're dealing with until you actually can talk to somebody and kind of analyze some of these things and some of the things that you think that you can just handle or some of these things that you think that you, you know, you'll be okay. Um, a lot of times what therapy helps you to do is get to the root of what's going on with you. And even you saying that it's okay could be a, a trigger of, of some type of uh, need of therapy or some type of trauma. Um, but meditation, eating well, drinking enough water, and exercising is uh, uh, something that you should do um, regularly uh, for yourself just to make sure that you can clear your mind and, and clear your space in order for you to be able to accept those things. Let's get a lady's perspective. One of you, um, one of the tiers, please let us know what you think about therapy or mindfulness. Um, I can say for me, my perspective on mindfulness of things that I, mindfulness of what I've done personally lately, I have a hard time falling asleep and staying asleep. Um, <clears throat> and most people know this about me. Like I tell people I'm a night owl, but it's actually pretty bad. Um, I have, you know, whether there's a lot of things in my mind or things I'm trying to resolve or just kind of get done, general stressors that might keep me awake over and above my natural inclination to just be up at night. Um, so in lieu of taking sleep aids, um, I'm just not a big fan of taking medicine. I've tried it, but I'm always afraid that I'm not going to wake up. It's like, Lord, I just want a little bit of sleep. <laughs> I don't want to stay asleep forever. Um, but I started to use this app. Um, not Calm. I've tried Calm and that didn't work for me. Um, sorry, Calm. Um, there's another one I think called Sleep Maybe that also did not work. Um, but recently I found an app called Mesmerize on Facebook and I knew what I was looking for. Like I needed a visual stimulation to kind of help me get into like a trance or kind of help my brain like zone out. Um, and it's kind of like cool kaleidoscope and you can change the scenes and it's just something for me to watch. And I can hear whoever's in the back talking or I can turn them off. Um, but it literally helps me go to sleep. Um, and I think a big part of my mental health is that I don't get any rest. So then when I'm up during the day, I'm kind of stressed. I'm mean, kind of on edge and I try to carry that a lot and you know keep it to myself because it's no one else's burden that I can't sleep. Um, but it has been helping uh, being able to just shut my mind off. And I also started following this page on Instagram recently called the Nat Ministry. And um, it's about people of color being empowered to take naps as a form of resistance to the pressures that society puts on us. So I definitely subscribe to that. Uh, just take a break. It's okay. Just shut your mind down, take a nap, go to sleep. It'll all work itself out. So that is what I'm doing to work on my mental health is just getting rest. That's dope. So like you guys talked about mindfulness beyond just the therapy. I mean, I heard eating well, sleeping better, drinking water. Got to give kudos to, to Marvin. He told me in late February to drink 100 ounces of water. And I am proud to say I've been drinking 100 ounces of water since March. So thank you, Marvin. Awesome. Congrats. Do you feel better? I, yeah. 
<laughs> See? And um, I will say, yes, I will say I do feel better and I'm used to it now. So you told me it would take me a week to get used to it and you were right. Okay. Have so you noticed any difference in your skin or your nails? Uh, your to be determined. It'll come. Okay. Yeah, no, come. I'm not going to quit. Kudos to you. So I, I will thank you for that tip. And that was super easy to just consume more water. Okay, so let's pivot from the present and let's move on to the future. So we're not going to be in this pandemic forever. I have my fingers crossed. Um, let's have a little bit of fun. Where would you like to travel in the near future? And most importantly, let's be nosy. Who are you taking with you? <laughs> <laughs> I would like to go to Japan with my girlfriend uh, and get a sam uh i want to get a samurai katana i want to get a katana made i want to check out the anime and i know they have like like these amusement parks over there that's like with super mario brothers the anime and all that and and i just want to just go get engulfed in the customs and the culture of japan but they have some beautiful scenery there too do it um, we, we gonna get that going do it i live vicariously <laughs> i also want to go there there we go same reasons um but for me near future i'm gonna say jamaica just because my sister's trying to go for her birthday in, Ju in july so that's a tentative plan of a future of a very near future to come yeah for for me me and my homegirl are still trying to get up to toronto for this doggone carabana that's getting pushed back another year but that's okay I'd rather be safe than to be in a crowd of millions of people um, all spreading COVID. So I'll wait till 2022. Um, but <laughs> in the meantime, places that are open and doing things, um, I do want to go to Mexico. I had a bunch of friends go recently, even during the pandemic, and someone asked me to go in July, which that's not going to happen. But I would love to get down to Mexico, party, whatever, drink tequila the whole week, you know. That's what I want to do. Gotcha, gotcha. Near future for me is Dominican Republic. Uh, as long as the pandemic don't jump out, nothing crazy that's going to happen at the end of June. Definitely going with a bunch of friends and loved ones. We're going to have a very good time in the DR. Uh, future after that, my dream trip is, is a trip called Yacht Week, where you get 10 to 14 people. You rent a yacht, sail to the southern coast of Africa, with a chef and a and a uh, a captain, party up and then you come back. Ooh. Oh boy, you guys have some yeah. big dreams. <laughs> I love it. Um, for me, let me say. Uh, so I'm going to do a couple of small back-to-back -back trips. I'm going to Michigan with my husband. I'm going to celebrate my best friend's 40th in Colorado. And then there's supposed to be a couple's trip in the Bahamas in September. So that's my 2021 plan. Um, as far as my dream trip, not as, as exotic as Japan or the coast of Africa, but I always wanted to go to Bora Bora. So that is on my list. Nice. Yeah, that's beautiful. So earlier we kind of went through our past and talked to our 21 year old self. Let's go into the future. Where do you see yourself in 20 years? 
And it could be <laughs> personal, professional, whatever you feel open to sharing. Uh, I see myself like really encompassing some of the goals and pushing towards what I'm where I want to be and having more of a sense that I'm leaving something behind for the future generation. And, you know, I was speaking with my father a couple of months ago and he put some things in perspective. I said, I, I wish I was, you know, 20 again because I would do some things over. And he looked at me and said, I wish I was your age again because I would do some things over. Oh. And that just kind of hit me like, yo, you quit playing. Like you still have work to do. Keep going. So I, hopefully in the next 20 years, I can lay a foundation to where I feel comfortable leaving what the work that I'm doing, leaving behind for the generation to pick it up and do what they need to with it. Um, I'll go. So only close friends of mine actually know this. Um, but I would love to be a stay at home mom. I mean, hopefully I'm not doing that in 20 years. Right. Um, <laughs> but I just really want to have a family of my own. I want to bake cookies for the kids when they get off the school bus. Um, so I know that that's not 20 years out. I'll be, you know, kicking the kids out the door by then, you know, helping them through their their pains of college or whatever they do after high school. But I just hope I'm living my best family life in the next five, ten years. <laughs> <laughs> I jump in. Uh, definitely piggybacking off of what both the Sebaco and Tierra said. Uh, definitely with the family, with the kiddos, putting them out of the crib, shipping them off, sending them to one of my sister's houses. That'd be fine with me as well. But just also um, uh, engaging deeper in being a public servant, silver servant, making a legacy for the next generation, giving, giving something back to the community and my surroundings. Tara, you want to tell us where you're going to be in 20 years? Yeah, for me, I'm still feeling real early in these adulthood stages, so I don't know. I'm thinking about those types of things just yet. Um, but hopefully, like, in a job I really like where I still have enough time to travel because I really like ex experiencing and learning about other cultures. So being able to travel and actually be in those environments would be really great. I love it. 20 years from now, what am I going to be doing? Um, I will be happy and maybe something similar to what I'm doing now, just giving back, lifting as I climb. I really hope that when people look at my life, because um, 20 years from now, I'll be close to 60. Ooh, I hopefully be retiring. Oh, we, that's what I want to do. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's wrap us up. So in close, how can young professionals get involved with the exchange? Let us know their events, opportunities, connections we should be making right now. Membership. <laughs> How do I know that this was coming to me? <clears throat> Definitely so. Of course, all of our uh, social media platforms is the exchange on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and on Twitter is IUL Exchange. But um, you can also go to our website, 
uh, the exchange of the the IUL where you can get more information about our up and coming events. Please connect to us, connect with us if there's something that we are doing, something that we are not doing, something we're doing that you like to do, you want to do, you, you want us to do more of. Definitely join the exchange and let us know. And we will be more than glad to be able to help out as far as um, some of our events coming up with it being mental health. We are having uh, uh, Monday this this coming Monday at 630 on our uh, Facebook page. We are going to be posting our meeting, hosting our meeting on health, mental health and mental health awareness. Uh, And then throughout the summer, we do have some some more advocacy meetings coming up. One of the things to look for um, unofficially, we are going to try to start hosting a few um, outdoor gatherings just to be able to get people together, uh, to be able to have a good time, and just get some people to people interaction. Definitely let me know if it's something that uh, we can we could be we could be doing more of or something that we could be doing better with. Please let me know. Thank you, Marvin. And I will add to that. We actually have a volunteer opportunity at Gleaner's Food Bank coming up on June 5th. So that sign up link is going to go out following our meeting um, on Monday. And I do realize that this episode might air after our meeting on Monday. So you can always find the replay of that on Facebook. Um, And that sign up genius link is going to be up until all the slots are filled. yeah, and just to echo what Marvin said, we've already done one kind of informal meet and greet with a few of our new members. So we look forward to engaging with everyone uh, for the rest of the spring, summer, and honestly, throughout the remainder of 2021, as it looks like we will still be doing this thing for the rest of the year, uh, dealing with COVID. But we cannot wait to see all of you in person, outside, um, in the heat. <laughs> Everybody keep their fingers crossed so we can end the year with, with a bang with our exchanging out the year's extravaganza. If you've never been, you definitely need to check that out as long as we can have it. It's amazing. I love it. So we got the perspective from some of the leadership team. I want to thank Tierra, Sebeko, Tierra, and Marvin for joining, telling us your past present and future perspectives, and also getting excited for what's to come, whether it's virtual or live, the exchange is here for young professionals and partners of the Urban League. I want to thank you for hosting our 100th episode, and we're out.